Don't tackle your taxes alone. No matter how simple or complex you think filing your taxes might be, Flat Fee Credit Restoration and Tax Prep has over a decade of experience handling all types of tax preparation. Call them today for a personal or virtual appointment at 281-661-3975 and visit them online www.flatfeecreditandtax.com. Do you think you can handle it? Make some noise! Gossip and Welcome in to another episode with the Gospel Heifers, Michelle. And Rochelle. What's going on, Rochelle? Me. Mm. Again. No. And tomorrow, <laughs> next month, next year. Let's do this. <laughs> you know what? I am so glad you are just so humble about yourself. I know, so I am. Yeah, okay. So, so humble. Anyway, you guys can check us out every week on the J. Anthony Brown Radio Show on iHeartRadio. Download the app and tune into our weekly segment, The Political Scoop. And we can talk about Orange Man. Because we don't like to, you know, discuss too much politics on this show because what's going on is ridiculous. So we just save it for Jay's show. And I wish we could because, see, unlike Jay's show, I can't cuss. <laughs> and sometimes I need, like, more than two to three minutes. I mean, I really need to go in. Well, we could bring up a little something since on you want to have a little, you know, flair on yeah, there. Yeah, on that orange bucket of shit. <laughs> Mine orange bucket of shit. But let's carry on. You know what? This week, I, you know, made some observations. Really, the last couple of weeks, since we both work at the same place, we've witnessed some dismissals. Oh, you mean firing? Right. <laughs> trying to be all polite about it. I'm just, no, I'm just saying. Bitch, you're fired. But I've worked at many places, and I can't actually say I've never seen where an employee dismissal calls for the police. No, nah, I don't work at shops. Right. <laughs> and, you know, shops, we know, you know, they got coke heads, booty heads. Normally within the police you could call in that situation. Right, but right. never. No. In my life. Mm-mm. I'm almost having like a, a flash of the whiz. <laughs> never <laughs> have I seen <laughs> a lion with no, no courage. courage. <laughs> <laughs> I just never seen this. I mean, I've been dumbfounded on why does... I mean, yeah, it's upsetting when you lose your job. True enough. But there should be a way to go about it where you don't have to have the police being called on your ass. For real. You can't use nobody a reference right. as a popo been called. <laughs> I mean, that's a reference you fucking up. You know, maybe because when, when in, I'm, <sighs> for, for one, I've never been fired. I've been fired for twice, two jobs. Was, I, how you go from I've never been fired that I've only been fired twice? A bitch that came to me. <laughs> One was just wrong, wrongful. Okay. Okay. Wrong but actually, let me tell you something. Both was wrongful. It was bullshit. Right. You know two hair plates I'm talking about back in yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was some bullshit and I wasn't taking it. Mm-hmm. That's why the fucker got fired. <laughs> but you know what? That's when there's a lot of bullshit that go on with the job, especially if it comes from the management side of it, they can say or nay your employment if they don't like your attitude, if you don't have the, you know, the kiss ass ass mentality. The owners figured I was an uppity nigger. They, they, <laughs> You know, white folks like me when they first meet me because I look so safe. <laughs> and she speaks so well. well. <laughs> and then they realize, oh, she's a black power to the 25th power type motherfucker. Okay. She's a militant hooker. I am. <laughs> I'm what you call an uppity nigger. Yeah, I mean, you get that for some. I mean, I have the same approach. I, I get along with everybody. It's the character I judge people yeah. by. But I just made, you know, too many observations on minority women 
getting dismissed from jobs, acting a plum fool when it happens. Look, let me say something. I'd rather have a minority woman than a white person leave and come back with a fucking AK. (laughs) So I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) Then black folks are safer. (laughs) Only person they hurting is themselves. All they want to do is cuss your ass out. So whoever, whoever find him, and there's only the boss or the director, whoever it is. So black people normally aim it to who, who, where it need to go. Right, right. And leave. Mm-hmm. So I don't know which one you prefer. Yeah, no, I prefer option A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot the black safer. woman curse out, <laughs> or the black man flip out. I'll oh take my it God. over white man shootout, bitch. You know what? And I've seen the brothers go off in situations. I'll never forget back in Memphis. I was at a uh, store in line i don't know what actually occurred a couple of people ahead of me mm-hmm. but all i know is there was an altercation between this black man and this manager mm. and no you know, racial terms were used except beside the brother walked out this discrimination and he was like don't you get don't you start with that bullshit ah, <laughs> that black power shit get out of here negro <laughs> those black people don't you do that bullshit in here. Well, no you know discrimination in here. It could have been a situation where it was somebody white in front. Right. <laughs> causing bullshit <laughs> that wasn't the black man's fault. It was because the white man was having a white man, a white privilege. I, I, you know, I don't know what went down. We, you know, we we witnessed that at Blockbuster when we was waiting on a spot. Remember that? Right, right. And the security guard saw that we were waiting on a spot first. Mm-hmm. And them two white folks came in. Oh, you let them in because they were black. And I was like, uh-uh, no. no. When I overheard that shit, I butted in. Right. Because, motherfucker, I was there first. Exactly. Mm. And I was like, it's okay. No, it's not okay because this situation involves me. Right. I was the <laughs> other person he let in. I was there first. Could have been one of those situations. Who knows? It ain't no telling. But I'd rather go the safe route. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go another route. It's time for Conspiracy Sister. First, a political statement, if I may. Another idea stolen from the black man. Blackness confirmed. Thank you. This is Conspiracy Sisters saving my people from a sucking place. Shall we have a sip on someone's black power tea? The word today, black children, is Hannibal. Mm. Willie. I don't know if y'all heard about Willie, and I don't mean sweet dick Willie Mm. from Do the Right Things. Back in 1982, in Alabama, why am I not shocked? Alabama. Well, you had Willie, he was a veteran. Yeah. He came back from the war, you know, got hung up on drugs, and he became addicted. So, with his addiction, some of y'all ex-crackheads know how this go. You just died for that next fix. Mm-hmm. So he robbed somebody of $9. No gun, just shoved the motherfucker. <laughs> Give me your money and took it and ran. Now, the habit of law, you all, it is pretty much similar to the same law as three strikes, you're out. Oh, that shit. Yes, it's called the Hannibal Offender Law. This is the perfect white man law to catch up black and brown so we can't get down. Because normally people that have that do things like this are either you're, you're addicted to drugs or you're poor. It's a lot of brown folks. And when I say brown, I don't mean just black. Okay? <laughs> and when you're desperate and your babies are hungry... You'll knock a motherfucker over the head <laughs> to give your children a meal. Awesome quack. Now, the thing, like I said, this is this, this is nothing but a Jim Crow law. They got the idea from Joe Biden. Oh, Let me go back and tell you why. Mm-hmm. This law is so close to three strikes you're out. This is a bill that Joe Biden wrote, and Bill Clinton punk ass put it into action. Yeah. And the most people it has affected 
It's black people. Yeah, that's true. Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is sad. This man has been in jail into today since 1982. $9? $9 since 82. You, you could barely spend $9 at McDonald's. Really? <laughs> White man, y'all work my last, last black power nerve. I'm about to be a fuse and explode. Mm, mm, mm. On that note, before I get pissed off anymore, because Chris is out. out. Have you seen this old man? Willie is frail. Right. Harmless. <laughs> I, I bet his crack days is over. But you know what? This is the reason, because they're doing him what they're not doing to white people with mm-hmm. this um, epidemic they have now. Right. All the opioid the epidemic. Yes. White folks is robbing for opioid. I bet you ain't going to get goddamn... Three strikes, you outlaw on them. We know the stats, trust me. We, exactly. We know the stats. It's always different when you're black. All right, let's go ahead and get to headline news. Unfortunately, man, we lost a legend this past week. Mm, mm, mm. Former NBA player Kobe Bryant was killed among a helicopter crash among his 13-year-old daughter and seven other people that were on board the helicopter. And this came out the blue. Yes, Lord. It came out the blue. It still don't feel real. It don't... Girl, it don't Next feel real. Ask me, no, nah, this ain't real. And first it started trending on social media before reliable news sources like CNN confirmed there was a crash. They didn't, you know, immediately announce who was on the well, they, uh, helicopter. They confirmed the crash. They just wouldn't tell you who the victim was. Who was on, yeah. Out of respect, unlike TMZ. Oh, God. We are in too much of a I need to know now society. And hit it and quit it first. Because TMZ broke the news, and that's how, unfortunately, his family found out about his death. Mm. And that is a horrible way to learn about losing a loved one. I mean, it's just heartless. Can we give them at least an hour to get the news where people can, you know, have a chance to personally tell them what happened? People can wait to know what happened. Have some sympathy. A lot of of people already knew in California because his helicopter was known. Right, right. He flew it very regular. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I was message the actual accident before it before the crash mm. and you can see whoever was recording the moment that helicopter exploded it was cries right so i think everybody knew because they recognized the, the helicopter but tmz should have showed some respect for the family yeah and i could tell by the cop that was on you know on the scene yeah we're not letting you know any more of the victim's so we could respectfully let them know. I saw the attitude in his face. Oh, no, said, he was pissed. Somebody, somebody He was pissed. I couldn't blame him, man, because that's a very, I mean, already let the the loved one know up front. Then the fan base can wait. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The fan base can wait for that kind of news because we'll find out regardless. But it's a tragedy, especially with his 13-year-old daughter on the helicopter with him. Three 13-year-old, including his daughter. Right. Three 13-year-old girls. Um, a co- basketball coach, Christina. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't. The man's name was John or Mike, but I know he 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 coached the baseball team here at um University of Houston. Yeah, and he moved to um California. And and of course, you had the pallet, the trusty pallet. I'm I'm really waiting to see what happened. Yeah, a lot of people had speculations. You know, maybe the wind. They tried to turn. They said it was foggy when the helicopter was taking flight and so foggy that, you know, even the police helicopters had been grounded for the time being. Mm. But they had special visual uh, flight rules for this and got special permission or special clearance, rather, to go ahead and fly. Whenever you got to get special clearance, that's when I'm going to say I'm going to wait. Right. Or just get in the train or get in a car. Right. I, I mean, I look, 
I was definitely um, a, a Lakers fan mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. You know, as I got older, I got into other things. Right. But I still respect Kobe. He did a lot. I'm not a major sports person. No. But I know but about certain know sports person. figures, and I know about their work in the community, especially like LeBron. I know about LeBron. And what? Michael, Kobe. You know, I know about a, a lot of NBA Michael, greats. You uh, no, not Michael Jordan. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to say, leave that Negro out. Just see? <laughs> No, he don't deserve that. You mean Magic, yeah. LeBron, right. Kobe. And I'm sure we maybe it's Shaq. Shaq do his thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But my thing is now, I'm going to say something. Flip side of this, you white people with your bullshit is mm. really pissing me off. You know, my homie, my homie, you know, I was just on the phone with him. He was just like, you know, this is what they do. Why are you upset? I'm not upset. I'm over it. I'm tired of it. Soon as this man, I don't even think the death announcement was out good. Media outlets started bringing up those accusations back in 2003 of rape. There was never a rape. There was, then you know what? If you want to bring that up, which is in bad taste altogether because that shit has been over with for the last 16 years. So other than that. His infidelity. Say that. Okay. If we're going to trip on that, I want to hear about Bill Clinton. When Bill Clinton passes, I want to hear about his infidelities. When Woody Allen passes, I want to hear about his shit. Bring all his Harvey Weinstein, all the motherfuckers. I want to hear the same media response. You ain't going to hear it though. Exactly. Because they they were going to let you know Elvis died doped up on the toilet. (laughs) They hide this shit. But when it comes to (laughs) black people, (laughs) black artists, they smear. Uh, they smear. And I think they're so mad that Kobe left us so early. They didn't get a chance to shit on his name. Right. We didn't get a chance to plot on him like we did Michael Jordan. Because he because, was in the second phase of his life. Yeah. Just retiring from the NBA, going into business mode, coaching young women, encouraging young women to mm-hmm. be involved with sports and do it anyway. I mean, just Man. that type of attitude he was pushing. And it was so important for it to be among young women because especially in this time women are so you know secondhand citizens for nowadays yeah and he was trying to promote the basketball because nobody really watches women's basketball mm-hmm. and they be hooping right they be dunking with weave with, with weave <laughs> braids and titties <laughs> so it should i would think it makes sports basketball more interesting to men but back to this white propaganda media bullshit mm. the washington post has suspended a reporter who tweeted a 2016 article about the sexual assault allegation against Kobe Bryant. Also, there was a television report. I forgot what news source this was, but on television, they were talking about death. But it was a MSNBC reporter that made a mistake of saying the word niggers during this announcement of Kobe Bryant's death. She didn't make no mistake. It was in her head. That's why it came out on her tongue. He was just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers community. If I could ask you to clear your mind, I'm like, what is this kind of bullshit going on? I need white people to call that shit what it was. For one, it was infidelity, Mm. and if ever did the hoochie, slutty ass white trash woman had a gangbang, right? Because by the time they try to take this heifer, did not have one, did not have two, but three and plus. Different semen. It was a sperm bank. It was a sperm bank. She, thank you. It was a walking sperm bank. She should be bank. the poster child of how to get AIDS. <laughs> and you know, this has always been white man's fantasy from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, birth of a nation. I don't mean the one where they were talking about to, um, <laughs> Nat Turner. I'm talking about the original birth of a nation. Yeah. Where some big, strong, black, strapping man. Yeah. Takes an innocent little white hoochie. <laughs> 
and takes advantage of them. <laughs> and you know the funny thing is, white men, you the one stirred this shit up. Your white women are loose. They always have been loose. Mm. Okay? Because mm. everybody know, if you want something sexual that's freaky, freaky, dick in the bed to do, get a white woman. Yeah, Don't man. ask no sister. Now, you know, we just celebrated MLK Day. And this Memphis pastor, I first when I read the article headlines, why it's important to read the full article. Amen. Um, was speaking out against MLK Day, saying it was a propaganda, it was a sham. So when I looked into it, he was saying that as far as what Martin Luther King stood for, that these corporations that give people a day off, they don't pay the proper wages, they don't have mm-hmm. policies that would in line with what Dr. King was trying to say. Yeah. So trying to do. what you're doing is just taking a day off without putting into practice what you're taking a day off for. And just giving folks a day off with no pay. Right. <laughs> Don't bullshit me on this. <laughs> and it's not really known as a national holiday because everybody should be closed. Right. You know how Christmas Day, New Year's Day, right. everything's pretty much closed. Right, everything's closed. Easter, mm-hmm. everything closed. Yeah. And you know, I you know, like I already know Christmas ain't Jesus' true birthday. Right. We both know that Jay didn't exist when Jesus was alive. <laughs> so, you know <laughs> I could go on and on on the bullshit and lies that we've been told. Oh my god. For all I know, he may not have rose from the dead during um April. Yeah, but I'm mean, like, you know, MLK Day, especially like I said, you know, certain ethnic backgrounds have their holidays. And you know, like I said, as black people, that ought to be automatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Automatic, if you are African-American, you I need to have on. Martin Luther King. I do not if show you, up. If you happen to be white, yeah. I'm sorry, Mexicans. Right. <laughs> if y'all happen to be Latino, take your ass to work. But he stood for equality. Exactly. That's why I'm getting yes. a day off. I need a day off and paid. Just like that white man you just paid. <laughs> I mean, really? Oh, my But goodness. no, I, I feel him. You know, I mean, don't just, you know, I was just talking to the bus driver about how you know they 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 boo people for so long, and you know at one time Martin Luther King was a threat. Mm-hmm. He was bringing black people together. Now that y'all have killed him, mm-hmm. not shot him, but suffocated and spit on him, mm-hmm. actual way he was killed. Now he's oh, let's talk about I have a dream. Right, you know you white folks kill me. Y'all do the same thing with Muhammad Ali, and y'all gonna do the same. What guarantee you, Kaepernick when he old and frail, he gonna be a hero. Right to white folks. <laughs> That's how white people do. The moment when they're not threatened by you no more, you are our hero. Another news, another propaganda on hair. Black hair is always controversial when it comes to graduations nowadays, where we have a Texas teen that was given an ultimatum either you cut your hair or you can't participate in the graduation. What the hell they got to do with my graduation? I made the grades. I'm done. Thank you. And this is not, you know, he was the first one. I forgot the young boy's name you talked about. But there's a second one following right behind him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, before you had a coach penalized for cutting a black boy's locks. They're not called fucking yeah. dreadlocks. They're called locks. Mm-hmm. Dreadlocks is a racist word. Well, DeAndre Arnold, a senior at Barbers Hill High, was located, mm. you know, out, right outside of Houston. Um, Now that these it's guidelines on hair policy, locks take a while to grow. So... If this was supposed to be like a hair policy, I'm sure that would have been outlined before it got to a certain length. You know what I'm saying? That's bullshit. Because you also have white boys on this team with the man ponytails, mm-hmm. the man bun. Mm-hmm. What about they fucking hair? Mm-hmm. And this young man was tying his locks up. Right. So what is this racist bullshit? Yeah. You know, white folks, this is why they call it dreadlocks. Because black men with locks whooped y'all asses years ago. <laughs> and you still ain't got over it. And they that's, that's why they call them dreaded because they were dreaded. I mean, he couldn't participate, did anything yeah. to do with school, 
Any mm. activities until his hair was regulated under the policy. Fuck your policy. Right. <laughs> and he's an honor roll student, pretty much. A's and B's. Uh, and that's part of the, that. You know what? I bet you anything, that's the more reason why they try to block him. Mm, yeah. And just because he got locks, you a smart-ass African-American. Mm-hmm. How fucking dare you? <laughs> Dylan, why is your grade so low? You let this jigger pass you? But I'm glad his family is standing behind the decision that he's making. Hey, I'm cutting shit. Okay. So I'll play a reached out to him, too, and told him to be himself. I wish I could go back. I, I'm sorry, y'all, for not having the info. But y'all know who else I'm out. He's got dreads, and he told him to be who you are. Right. I mean, that's just across the board. When it comes to your children, his hair was neat. Like you said, it would be tied up when it was time to do whatever. Honor roll. Right. Honor roll. What, what's just, the problem? That, that's just black hate. Okay. That's all it is. Mm. And like I said, white folks, they scared of dread, they scared of locks. And that's why they call but it. But see, dreads. I don't know who the whole administration is over this supposed I policy. White. But I, they could be white, but trust me, there's a sprinkle or two on that committee. Oh, you may have one. Right. <laughs> You know, like I said, I said I was not going to use the word coon anymore when I, since I looked up the word. Mm-hmm. And I sure as hell ain't going to use Uncle, Uncle Tom no more since I looked right. that up. exactly. Y'all learn about that the next podcast. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you always got one sellout motherfucker mm-hmm. that's willing to sell out their own people for a dollar yep. or a promotion. Exactly. Well, that's still a dollar. Right. <laughs> you need to come to think about e- either it. Either way. Yeah. You've had one out, you know. Like, like we spoke on the Harriet Tubman shit, you know, last, you know, the movie. Right. We spoke about that last, and y'all upset because y'all got one sellout motherfucker. Yeah. Just you stupid. work with one right now. Right. In 2020. <laughs> Matter of fact, why can't black folks ever get a break when it comes to, you know, when there's flat out discrimination? Prime example is black man was discriminated against with his company. So he took them through a lawsuit. He won. Going to the bank now. It's an expensive racism check. Okay. Going to the bank to try to cash this check deposit, whatever he gonna do with it. He was put through all security checks and said, Well, you know, you got to wait a minute because the person that has to prove is not here. Police come, you know, walking hey, in the oh, bank. Oh, y'all gonna, <laughs> we gotta prove it, we're gonna let you stay here for the police. Ah! That's a, you know, black people, when y'all still hear when y'all hear that shit, right? When white folks say the person's not here, right, leave. Leave they, they call the goddamn police on your ass. <laughs> oh, Jim Crow ass. But TCF is the bank that went through this procedure on Suntor Thomas, if I pronounce this Everything our first name right. Everything sounds ethnic about that bank. Right. TC? Like TCB hair? TCF. TCF, it sound, it sound ethnic. Right. How dare you? I want to go to Walgreens right now and get me some hairspray. <laughs> me hairspray. I don't see that no more. Well, go ahead. But this, you know, such a damn fucked up thing. First, you already... You know, experience discrimination. You settle a lawsuit for it. You can't even get the goddamn, e- you know, equality on cashing a check from the damn lawsuit. He's going to get double discrimination. <laughs> you know, sue this wholesome white man for treating you like a nigger. Oh. So I'm going to treat you like a nigger to come get this nigger check. Mm. Let me tell you something. I'm not surprised. I just, I, you know, I was just telling you, I watched a video where some Spanish man went off on a fucking bank yeah. because his only yeah. one black employee couldn't cash his check. And he, I mean, I love the fact that my homie went up there and read that bank. He told me to call the police. I want to talk to the management. He said, because it's really funny. The only black person I got was the only one who could not cash a check. Y'all better stop playing with us. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? So, you white motherfuckers in America wouldn't have no cash if it wasn't for black people. Girl, don't get me started. This country is rich because of black people. Mm. Of our free labor of our ancestors. Okay, okay heal, Harriet, heal. Yeah. Okay, look, let's get to entertainment yeah, news. Have one of the spells like here. You having a spell right now. That's why I had to pull you out the spell yeah, right quick. Out. So we can... <laughs> 
get the entertainment news. Your ass went deep under the spell. I'm sorry. I had to pull you out. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, listeners. Okay, look. Uh, the Grammys, of course. No, I don't really even watch any award shows, I to be honest with you. I catch the highlights. I can give less than a fuck. And then, especially with Alicia Keys starting. Right. You know what? You you know what? Let me tell you something. <laughs> I know where you finna go. Because I passed that post three times. Because Alicia Keys was in it. I said, fuck it. I'm going to look at this tribute they gave to Kobe. <sighs> Fuck Alicia. Home wrecker. You know what? There's so many home wreckers, you know, worldwide. She lied about not wearing makeup. And she, <laughs> is it, did she betray you? Is that what that is? Did Alicia Keys betray you, Rocky? Let me tell you something. I can you tell know, you hurt. I'm upset for the house she wanted, but you know, it's a deeper story because they were, they were girls. Right, right. And Alicia. Swiss did, Beats, uh, former wife. Yeah. Yes. And Alicia Keys is, uh, Attractive woman mm-hmm. and talented. Yeah, you ain't got to do all this bullshit. <laughs> so yes, yeah, she betrayed me. Mm. Well, we're not gonna get into all that, but much respect was paid to Kobe Bryant, being that was the eve that he died, and everybody. Uh, so Alicia Keys did do a short monologue honoring Kobe Bryant. Here we are together on music's biggest night, celebrating the artists that do it best. But to be honest with you, we're all feeling crazy sadness right now. Because earlier today, Los Angeles, America, and the whole wide world lost a hero. And we're literally standing here heartbroken in the house that Kobe Bryant built. I thought the monologue was nice. Boys to Men joined it on stage doing, you know, the song It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. Yes, Elvin, let me say something. I'm so glad I watched it on my phone by myself. Mm. It was tear jerking. Yeah. And I must say, when Boys and Men came out, the song got better. You know what? I don't know why you keep jacking Alicia around. You know she could sing. She did. She was doing good with the song. Girl, whatever. You gonna let, look, <laughs> if I want to have a moment of hate, I will have my moment of hate. <laughs> Everybody should have a moment of hate around. Oh, well, you have it quite often when we talk about Alicia Keys. I don't Look, know. I, I'm going to get over it one day. I'm yeah, gonna I, I hope so. Y'all, listeners, pray for me. Matter of fact, speaking for praying for Cuba Gooden Jr. I, you know what? I'm so tired of sexual allegations coming out on, especially black men, because it, it comes like in it's only affecting black men. Right. It's a majority of black men. because the penis is a big? <laughs> You're intimidated. There's going to be two additional women that are going to be allowed to testify during this trial, uh, saying that he groped women at Manhattan bars between 2018 and 2019. That's normally where it happened at, though. <laughs> it's normally the bar or the strip club where you get groped. That's why I stay the fuck out of them places. <laughs> I, you know, I had a white dude try to grope me. You know what I did? I pulled a butter knife on that nigga. <laughs> He, the moment he reached on, t- try to touch my leg. You touch me, I will kill you. And that, you know what? And I understand that there are people that approach situations like that. They're very aggressive and try to have intimacy with you. Women, trust me, and men, because there's some women that do that shit too. But there's no intimacy when I just met you. Right? There's nothing there. And even if I do know you, have I told you, given you any signs, I have that type of interest in you? Yeah, I ain't coming here with a wraparound dress and no drawers on. <laughs> and flash it. Look at this beer. 
But anyhow, I'm just saying when a woman does that, then that gives you this red light, mm-hmm. this green light. Well, go. Of course, Cuba is denying all charges, so we're gonna see how this plays out. In court. I'm with Cuba. Right. <laughs> I haven't. Matter of fact, what color are the women that's accusing them? You know, I'm not even sure. Cause I bet they're white. You know what? I would miss. Well, come on now. We know a previous stature. I would love to name the word rape. <laughs> They've been doing this shit since the 1800s. But you know what? I, I just wish that if there is inappropriate touching and shit of that nature, women have got to stand up and let it be known. Or, you know, like you said, you pulled a butter knife on Thank a motherfucker. You, I, well, yeah, I forgot. Well, I was at some restaurant. I was at um, Pot of Chili's after, after we left our salon. A Chili's butter knife. It was a Chili's. <laughs> and me and my white chick was sitting there and this white man was getting all friendly. I pulled that damn. It was actually a steak knife. Now that I think of it, <laughs> back the fuck up, homie. I got this a one for your ass. Hey, <laughs> I will have them barbecue your white ass in a second after I chop you up. But I'm just saying, it takes that type of aggressive move, just as aggressive they're trying to be to you, to pressure you into doing something that you are not comfortable doing. Hey, apply the same pressure. Hello. Okay. Anyhow, back up. Now, Monique, now we were recently talking about the lawsuit she has going on with Netflix. Uh-huh. She has landed her own comedy special on Showtime. See, I, last week, the last podcast I spoke to, I knew she picked up a new show. Mm-hmm. I could not remember where it was. But see, that's why I say sometimes when you know a motherfucker ain't finna pay you your work, mm-hmm. then bye. Hold out. Do your own thing. That's what she did. So Monique and Friends will be live from Atlanta on Showtime. It's a one-hour-long special. It's going to be airing February 7th at 10 p.m. And it's going to feature some other comedians such as Darnell Rawlins, Prince T-Dub, Just Nesh. That sounds like some kush, like a new new, new strain. Like, I want to smoke that. Tone X and Corey Bell. So we'll be looking forward to that special. Did you hear the names? It's a, it's a list of black folks. And is it actually an hour long? Is it an hour long? Or yeah, it's an hour. Is it an hour plus commercials? Right. Well, it's on Showtime, so there'll be no commercials. Hey, it's an hour long? Right. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to support my sister, no, always. But, but no, Monique is funny as fuck. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. When she did Queens of Comedy, she was the funniest motherfucker, her and Adele Givens. Yeah. Those were the two that had my ass like in tears. I, I like I like I like the whole show. Yeah, the whole show was good, but I just had my particular favorites. Oh, okay. Well, you know, favoritism, bitch. Go ahead. What's next? Uh, farts. The farts, farts are in the air. I know mm-hmm. everybody had to see that footage of Wendy Williams going over <laughs> hot topics, talking about Odell Beckham. It was hot topics. It was hot farts. <laughs> but you can't even do that locker room thing. That cop wasn't playing that. I mean. You're lucky you only got battery. What if he filed for sexual assault? But after listening to that audio, you look, there's a certain breathing pattern you have when you fart. Look, people all know when you want to push it out, you pause for a second mm-hmm. for what she did. Right. And once it was released, she said, <sighs> and then she carried on. So, bitch, you fought it, woman. <laughs> I, I'm like Robin, what was it, Robert House? Robert Townsend? Robin Harris. I'm like Robert Harris. Bitch, you fought it. <laughs> Your ass ventriloquist. But you know what's funny is when you told me the excuse that they trying to yeah, come up. Yeah, we got a clip. This fart. Yeah, we got a clip of her denying farting on the show. Then we'll discuss it. I don't lean over like this to release a fart. I'm leaning over like this because it's comfortable. You know, if I sit like this all the time, you know, it's heavy on my spine. I don't have the back. I'm not trying to get the back. I like to release my hips and lean. 
I have never farted once on this show. As a matter of fact, I barely fart. You know why? Because gas gets released several different ways, and mine is belching, because all I do is talk. Like, if I farted, I would have definitely been the last, because farts are always funny. By the sound of that fart, I would have had to go change my costume. I would have left a mark in the seat. I wouldn't even save the costume. I would have thrown it away. It'd probably be soiled beyond soiltivity. Okay, so after this, you know, excuse of not saying I didn't fart on the show, she had one of her producers come out and gave an excuse on why you heard this fart sound. I need a witness on why you farted. And he said earlier they were doing some type of uh, recording and it was on some type of air gas. And I guess it was still air gas going off on the other set while you were taping your show. Oh, so that's why she paused to let it out. Let me tell y'all something. This is an embarrassing moment. I was in the middle of a haircut on a man and I fought it. I know he heard it because he looked at me and smirked. I kept cutting. Like, whatever. We all fought. I'm not finna. Let me get on live TV. Let you meet me and I let one out. Oh, my God. I try to fight on my kids I work with. I'm sorry. I've listened to that and watched that clip, you know, a few times. I'm like... That heifer farted. I don't give a damn what like she said. said. Woman, you farted. <laughs> There's no way that breathing, you know, with that pause and that's. <sighs> girl, yeah. I always believe everybody <laughs> exhale when they fart. <laughs> like, ooh, girl. I don't know if she's eating too much beans, too hey, much cheese. Could be the pressure from them titties. You never know. It could be. There's a lot of titties for nobody. <laughs> anyway. Netflix got some bomb documentaries. The latest one on Aaron Hernandez. The Mind of Aaron Hernandez. And this is a very interesting documentary. I think it's about maybe five, six uh, part series. Um, Number one, like I said, I'm not a big sports fan, but I knew of Aaron Hernandez because what a beast he was on the football field. And to see the behind the scenes, the struggles and everything that he went through before he actually had to serve time for murder. They bring into play his former fiance, Shania Jenkins Hernandez. The Jenkins was in there. I knew it. Uh, But you know what? Anyway, (laughs) the thing about this, like I said, it was a great documentary. And Mm -hmm. of course, there's controversy surrounding it. But I thought it was a good production, at least. But at the same time, during this miniseries, you see where she was aiding Aaron to hide evidence of of the murder. Well, all, all good women do that. Right. All in love women. Mm-hmm. What hell they do? You know, that's like my favorite part in um, Goodfellas mm-hmm. is when he beat the shit at that man across the street for fucking with Karen. Right, right, right. But you ever touch her again? <laughs> and he gave her the gun. Yes. And she got moist and hit it. Yep. <laughs> she said, "I had to t- had to tell the truth. Turn me on. And turn me on. I'm like, bitch, I would have been turned on too. He defended your honor. But most oh. women that are in love will do that. So I can't. Falter for that. I think the sad thing too, not only that our life was lost, mm. but a sister who was, was lost. lost. Exactly. I mean, that's a fucked up situation to be in. I mean, your man's locked up for possible murder, and then it happens to be your sister's boyfriend. Look, ain't no possible. I'm just saying this murder was so sloppy. Right. When you look at the documentary and all the evidence they had, you had him on video with a gun. With a gun. And, and his woman. Try to act like she didn't know what that was or I ain't never seen no gun, but which they didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I understand, sister. You're going to try. You love them. Mm-hmm. So I can't get mad with her. But to know that you and your sister stopped speaking behind this. Yeah, that's fucked up. 
It's fucked up. And the sad thing is, if they had waited or researched, if his lawyers had did more research, because the truth came out after his passing mm-hmm. on how rattled and, and damaged his brain was. But at the flip side, there's an argument at the end of that. They're saying, well, you know, would you blame that condition for your actions? Because there were former NFL uh, players that had that condition. Most are suicidal. Uh, I forgot the player's name, but he committed suicide. He shot himself in the chest so they could study his brain. Mm. So they're saying that just because you have this condition does not be an excuse for you to kill somebody. But you know what? I I have to fight that back because everybody handles shit differently. Mm. You know, some people handle bullying differently. Some people handle bullying where they're going to show you the dip. You know, I'm going to prove to you that you're wrong. Some people kill themselves. Yeah. Same thing with, you know, mental illness. Some people try to find a way to, you know, get through it. Yeah. They ask for help. Some people commit suicide. Robert Williams. Yeah. So I I can't sit there and judge him Mm -hmm. or say because he had or didn't have. It depends on the person, how you handle shit. That's true. And some people can't handle it. That's true. Girl, break it down. Dr. Oz. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, go ahead. But I mean, he also knew what he was facing. Mm hmm. So he had a thing about his wife and his child. Yeah, how am I going to have them benefit from me being here? And, and how am I going to benefit with the be- me being gone? It'd be easier. Right. It'd be quicker because they, I mean, they had in the window that he may have been gay, and a lot of NFL players are. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but um, like I said, you know, he wanted to protect his family. He wanted to make sure his mo- his wife and kids was taken care of, so he offed himself. Mm-hmm. I say it. Uh, it it's, it's sad, you know, but... Hey, like I said, people handle shit differently. Matter of fact, I got to comment on this because we put up a meme on our Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Bow Wow uh-huh. looking like Aaron Hernandez's fiance. They do look like twins. And it was like a jokeful meme. Like, don't they look alike? You know, cat, it was shout go out to Bow Wow to play in his character. We had so many sensitive ass haters on Instagram. I'm like, let's narrow the platform. Yeah, I'm like, y'all motherfuckers got to get some more things to do with your life. And I, I, I'm gonna let y'all pet, let you know my petty side is gonna come out. I'm gonna go back and find that because I didn't pay attention. <laughs> oh. And I'm gonna let you all know right now on this podcast, mm-hmm. you bore me. <laughs> find something to do. But I just, you know, what I, I, I when I first saw the feedback. And was getting inboxes on the bullshit. Talking about she's been through enough. Yeah, I agree. She's been through a lot. And so has her fucking sister. Okay. But at the same time, these are called jokes. This is why I hate the politically correct wellness but they were trying to spread through comedy. It gets on my nerves because you no, can't. People have no sense of humor no more. We were just watching Eddie Murphy Delirious. Let me tell you something. Eddie Murphy could not have done that stand up today. What? The the stuff that Eddie Murphy was talking about, and I was laughing my black ass uh, this off. This shit was funny as hell. It was funny, Eddie. But you know what? When he went to Saturday Night Live, he was nervous only because he knew the jokes he did then. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do now. Now, exactly. Is, like I said, this is why comedians don't go to colleges no more. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just watching Leslie stand up, right? And she was just talking about how boring the fucking twenty year olds are. Yeah, y'all complain. <laughs> I'm a Offended. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Who gives a fuck? Ain't nobody. I'm I'm offended even hearing this bullshit. And these are the main main folks that are offended that don't understand black folks' pain. So damn you. I'm offended that you don't understand. But we're just in society. There used to be a time where I'm like, you know, you're going to hear jokes about black people, white people, Latino people, fat people, skinny people. 
handicapped people even special needs people um you're gonna hear jokes about gay you're gonna hear sex about transgender and trust me i have heard jokes that offended me on it's comedy trust me mm-hmm. i didn't go boycott mm-hmm. i just tell motherfucker i didn't like that joke right this is why that wasn't my flavor well my flavor right no because we were just watching a, a comedy stand-up with a bunch of people i forgot what it was called um, you know, Ashley Larry was in it. It's yeah. And there was a white woman, brown hair, kind of, you know, that, that dry humor. She was funny. She talked about how she slept with a guy that had Asperger's. Mm-hmm. And she said, I just saved a school shooting. And I'm thinking to myself, when I'm listening to this, bitch, it's not artistic kids shooting up fucking schools. Right. Like, you know, and I, I, I didn't like it. Yeah. I, was, I was offended. Right. Because, you know, my nephew was on the, on the spectrum. Right. High spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here like, Bitch, that shit ain't funny. Right. But do you see me sign this petition? Mm-hmm. All the time. Tighten, learn, up, tighten up these gun laws. Sometimes learn up, learn to scroll and keep moving. Yeah. It's best. But anywho, uh, mm. we're going to close it on out with things about your friend. Mm. Uh, things about your friend letting you know they're secretly competing with you. You know, I've always said. Oh, I've had one of them. You had one. I'm going to tell you. secret either. Let me break it down to the audience. Okay, break it. When you were working at this place, you had an associate that was a sideline hater up and down. You know, when you tell your man about a bitch saying shit and they, and, and your man say, oh, a sideline hater. Right. You need to believe it. I had a sideline hater. You showed it with your friends with that fuck up bitch for long. But- <laughs> <laughs> that bipolar. You, it's just certain things that they do that let you know that you're not in my corner. You're not really my friend, first and foremost. Yeah. But then you have to sabotage me at the same time while you pretending to be on my side. I ain't got time for that. That's some bullshit. It I mean, is. So let's go ahead and eliminate that bullshit out your life right now. You do well. Right? They delight in your misfortune. You ever had something that you were hoping, like a maybe a business deal was going to go through? Mm-hmm. Maybe you were looking for a new home you got approved of? Neither one comes through. Yeah, I had one of them. Okay. Something different. I told the bitch bye after that. <laughs> you know, me and a dude was, um, we didn't break up, but she had just broke up with someone. Didn't nobody want her. Right, right. And me and him was like, we're going to take a pause. Oh, God, things must be going to go better for me. I remember that bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that miserable home. Yeah, she looked like a damn wolf with zits. That <laughs> <laughs> was wild. infested wolf. Yeah, have you ever seen an ant? Like a whoop with herpes. <laughs> oh my God, it's disgusting. Uh, they, I know what you're talking about. They got a way of copying your moves. You know, things that you may do. Um, even simple ways that you handle your business. They may start portraying. You know, oh, things God, that you yeah. may wear. Haircuts. I'm like single white female up in this bitch. Right. Oh, I think I'm going to get some, too. And you can't rock braids because you ain't got that look. <laughs> that same bitch did. And her aunt told her, you don't look like her. You can't do braids. <laughs> Rochelle can do it. Yeah. So it's a different thing. But you'll notice little things like that. Even if they wearing to start wearing the same. I mean, I understand with like same, certain sets, but I don't want to smell like no other woman. I'd rather go to the counter and smell them a damn self what smells good on me. Yeah. So, but if the bitch start wearing perfume like you, jewelry like you. No, I can't do that. But bitch, either you a stalker or you got issues you have not come to terms with. my two main down motherfuckers, Ken and Renee, they ain't did none of that shit. That's good. They've always stayed themselves. That's also a plus. you punk ass sister. <laughs> you know what? They don't celebrate your victory. So you got all kind of blessings coming your way. You got friends when they hear good news and we hear good news on their behalf. We reach out and we can congratulate each other. Yes. 
it ain't no thing. I'm always willing to see my family thrive and my friends thrive. Yes. But for some reason, this one homie does not feel the same way. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, this nice. bores me. Exactly. <laughs> like you complaining ass fuckers on Instagram. <laughs> Boring ass bitches. <laughs> yeah, I've had one. I've I've had two total mm-hmm. that that was supposed to be friends. And I had one that was a coworker. I wouldn't get close to that hoe because it was obvious she was a hater. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Don't get me started, especially when they're coworkers. They downplay your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much the same way of victories. You know, anything you've accomplished, I'm not, you know, giving you props on that. We just going to keep that moving. They brag in your presence. Now, that's one thing I can't stand. They don't want to give you your props, but if they achieve something... Oh, let me talk about Girl. this shit. Me, 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 me. And I'd be like, who gives a fuck? Right. <laughs> you know, and I had a little bipolar white boys to work with. You know, and our birthdays were both October. Mm-hmm. Didn't say shit to me for my birthday. Right. And walking around with balloons looking like a, a happy gay ass fucking it. <laughs> <laughs> a gay Pennywise. A gay Pennywise. It's my birthday. And you know what I said? And <laughs> who gives a fuck? That'd be some funny shit. Somebody got to do a wise. skit on a gay Pennywise. Somebody do that shit with uh, Man, we look. <laughs> I got the perfect person. <laughs> that would be some funny ass shit. But anyway, uh, so, you know, not only bragging in your presence and they try to keep tabs on you. I will never forget oh God, yes, I when I had this one girlfriend. And I want associate. Associate. Thank you. So... I'm leaving some shit that she's at. Call me when you get home. Uh, Was y'all fucking? What? <laughs> I mean, I'm your sister. I don't, you know. Now, you, I call and text to let you know I made it to my destination because yeah, we family. Or, you know, let me know you're on your way so I can turn the alarm off. Exactly. That's a whole different but thing. Like, bitch, who, you, bitch, who was you? You are just an associate in my life. And you're talking about text you when you get home. We're not dating. Like, when that heifer told me she moved all the way out of here from New Jersey for a nigga she met online, girl, I knew she had problems. That, that was a red flag altogether. I'm no family, right? No family, no just a photo and a profile, and, a hopeful, <laughs> and some hope for some dick. Okay, <laughs> God bless you. It's probably a good thing they didn't get hitched because even though they may have both been too old for children, but Lord, had any children come out that union, woo, Benjamin. <laughs> A ugly ass Benjamin Button on top of that. <laughs> I'm like, somebody's doing some experimenting up in this motherfucker, okay? So, besides that, keeping tabs on you, they attempt to sabotage your success. Uh, it could be somebody that you work with. And I've witnessed that shit too. Where yes. there's, uh, well, I, yeah, I have. I have. Yes, I am. <laughs> but when you got folks who know certain information about you, yeah. they go right to the head honcho, tell all your business, lay out the reason why you should no longer be employed there. Yeah, Next man. thing you know, you out of a job. That's because you talk too much. Right. <laughs> everybody ain't your friend. You don't tell everybody your business. <laughs> I'm serious. You know, I'm no, high by. True. Let's have casual conversation. Mm-hmm. But as far as my personal life, I can't do and it. What's going on is none of your business. Can't do it. You know, so I'm I'm sorry. You only gonna know so my coworkers need to only know so much about me. That's it. They don't know if I'm single. Right. They don't know if I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. They don't know what my paycheck is. Right. They only know nothing. They only know none of that shit. Nothing. None of your that, goddamn besides business. Besides I work here with you. Right. <laughs> and these are the hours you see me. 
That's all the hell you need to know. And dwelling on negative impacts in life. I, I, you know, I understand there's always a moment where you might be in the gutter. You just don't feel right. Something tragic may have happened. But when you stay there and you really don't have no reason to stay there. And if you do have a real tragedy, because I'm telling you, I know a chick that is so damn dramatic. Every damn thing in this girl's life is drama. And yeah, because somebody somebody supposed to die this week. Girl, I promise you. And when that happened, I was just like, "Oh Lord, I didn't work walked into an emotional trap." I, I just I, said, "You know what? I could tell someone's wrong." <laughs> I said, "I give you my condolence," and I walked the fuck away. away. Keep that shit short and simple. And see if it wasn't so dramatic each encounter. Well, the, the problem is this, this certain person falls out with everybody. Right, right. You know, the the workplace is small and you've already fell out with six fucking people. Right. <laughs> what? You, when, to me, when you fall out with uh, more than two to three people, yeah. that's when you need to start looking in the mirror. What it's the you. What is wrong with me? <laughs> is there something wrong with me? Do I have issues? But that kind of stuff, I can't take it back to back. And then they try to discredit you in front of other people. Now, I cannot stand people who try to showboat on my back for their own benefit. That's a good way to get your feelings hurt. You will get you, you will get emotionally fucked up right then and there. Mm. Because that is something I don't play. I hate when get folks the try to shotgun, huh? say if you on a project, you didn't work your ass off, done your part and beyond on this project. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to whoever you're doing business with and they're very impressed with the presentation, the way it was pulled off. And the head honcho of your team, yeah, well, I, did that, and I had to direct so and so because they're oh, not yeah, very familiar. I don't like folks like Bitch, that. look, I shut <laughs> the hell up. Cause you know, that's just like when you did something in the newsletter, and it was oh, thank you, Rochelle. I said, oh no, 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 she did that shit. She a nerd. <laughs> Fuck you. But I'm not gonna take somebody's credit. Yeah, I don't like doing that. That's one thing I'm not about to do. But I don't like people downplaying the team effort. Everybody contributes to a project, and then when you try to sit up here when it's time to talk about oh who did this and who did that because it was so great. Oh, I did it all, and you know they were kind of lagging back there. And you weren't doing nothing. The person that you said was wagging back did the most. (laughs) The goddamn shame. Mm. All right, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Gospel Heifers. Make sure you follow our podcast on Spotify. We're still on iTunes, but we fucks with Spotify. Spotify! You know, just easier access. Cause I listen to all my favorite podcasts on Spotify. So, hey, so you should follow the Gospel Heifers on your Spotify app, which is absolutely free to download and great membership benefits. Girl, see, I like that word free. <laughs> for which I'm not. Right. Spotify is. <laughs> but if you don't want commercials, you can subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. And you subscribe. want to no commercials in between the heifers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so until next time, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Or visit the website gospenheffers.com. So until next time, people, peace. Ahala.